and gentlemen, welcome to a podcast for everyone, a podcast where we do things. Yeah. We talk we about do. busting. <laughs> we're still not sure what we should do for an intro. Um, now, we, we've been, we've decided to take put some guests on the back burner. We don't want to just over flood yeah. every episode with guests and this season. I would just like to apologise to everyone listening, because last week and the week before, we said... Oh, we we've matured. We're we're doing. We're not doing that we joke said, anymore. Where we, we said we're not we going to do the guest. joke. Well, we pretend we don't have a guest, so we decided to just completely throw. It. Who the fuck are you? Get out of my room! <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Phil. Better, the least of everything. Yeah, we're still going to do the joke. <laughs> <laughs> we think it's funny, and that'll have to do. <laughs> Charlie, what are we doing today? You caught me mid-sip. We're going to talk about the song Who's David by the band Busted from the album A Present for Everyone on the podcast A Podcast for Everyone, which is a podcast for everyone. (laughs) I just realised that I moved straight on after my friend and co-host from Dungans and Dragnos introduced himself as Phil Better from the list of everything and then I didn't clarify anything. Who's David? Is a song. I thought you were just asking. I know the song we're doing. Well, it's in front of me, and I thought you were just like, so anyway, who's David? Well, that's that's one of the biggest mysteries, I think, that came up this century. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we're still not really sure. It's, me and Charlie, of course, have listened the, to this song. Is the moon landing real? Who shot JFK? And who's David? What's, you know, I as someone who's very interested in paleontology and things like that, um, I honestly am more interested in finding out who David really is than what actually killed the dinosaurs. <laughs> it's just a big deal for me. I think a mystery in your listeners' minds might be when did Phil Better join the Dungeons and <laughs> And when did he lose his Canadian accent from two weeks ago? <laughs> um, this song was released as a single on the 16th of February 2004. Uh, like a lot of the songs on this album, it's co-written by McFly's Tom Fletcher. It had its uh, world premiere on CBBC. <laughs> really? That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the music yeah. video did. Sorry. Oh. On what channel? Just CBBC. The no, CBBC I mean, like, on channel. What program? Is there a program for this? <laughs> was it just? Was that the name of the program? Was Who's David by Busted is going to play now? I guess so, well, I, d- yeah. I doubt it was Dick and Dom, you know. They just they just like had a section where like the CBB presenters did things, you know. This is very between like Raven and like oh, I don't know. Raven. What was that one called that was like you are the saboteur, do not react. Oh, trapped. I used to trapped. trapped. What a banger. That woman no scared you guys me, are talking about. You are unfortunately foreign. <laughs> <laughs> Very unfortunately, but still native enough to understand that Busted is Britain's best band. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to hear a fact that is just horrendous and false? Well, I mean, it's a true fact, but it shouldn't be be true. (laughs) In 2004, Who's David came 20th in a VH1 viewer survey of the worst number one singles of all time. (laughs) Bullshit. Yeah, that's true. No. Wild. Disagree. I don't know any other number ones Wait, please, of all time. Please, can but we I disagree. That, that sounds like wonderful listening. What um, is on that list? Yeah, actually, I want to have a look as well. <laughs> Cliff Richards has voted number one, apparently. It's just the shittest thing. <laughs> Millennium Prayer. 
To be fair, pretty okay. shit. The three of the top four are children's songs. You have Mr. Blobby by Mr. Blobby. <laughs> Teletubbies Say Eto by the Teletubbies. Please don't tell me that Bob the Builder song is on here because that is a fucking tune and I will fight anyone who says it's not. I'm afraid that it is on there. It's Bullshit. ranked at number no, eight. Charlie Dudley, book your cap- cab to the VH1 headquarters <laughs> and get ready to fight a cunt because Bob the Builder is number eight. Like, in on 2004, that list. you said this was the fourth worst number one of all. Time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I, I feel kind of good now that I've seen what was decided to be worse than whose name. <laughs> whose name it is just under the cha cha slide. <laughs> Which means that someone out there thinks that Who's David is better than the Cha Cha Slide. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it is. Who's David? The Cha Cha slide, slide is so good. So that's that sounds like a hard list to have compiled. <laughs> um, anyway, so, sorry. Just before we leave the list, it does seem like it was compiled by someone who hates fun. You know. <laughs> These are all the fun songs. Why yeah. do you have to hate on the Cha Cha Slide? Why do you also, have to hate on Bob the Builder? Exactly. The cover of Mumbo number five. How have we somehow managed to bring this song up in every episode so far? Joe <laughs> <laughs> Don't Say Music Theatre's Shut Up at Your Face is on this list. <laughs> the ketchup song's on here, and I understand why people wouldn't like that, but come on, that makes you smile when you hear the ketchup Absolutely. song. There's not a man in the world that actually knows the words to the ketchup song, but everybody will make a vague attempt to sing along if it comes on. Great song. Definitely agree. Um, Charlie, do you want to tell the people what Who's David is about? Okay, so you know when you're with some lying bitch <laughs> and Constantly, she's yeah. sleeping around town? And you call her out on it. That's what this song is about. Calling Hell out yeah. that bitch. That bitch. <laughs> what? Why are you using the word bitch so much, Charlie Dudley? Uh, oh no, they never say it in the song, do they? Sorry. When <laughs> when you're dating a real b. <laughs> in is the, there an uncensored version of the song? Because it's very definitely implied that it's said in it's a censored 100%. way, where there's just a disappointing silence where the word bitch should be. Yep, absolutely. But I. That, that implies there should be a version somewhere where you can there hear is, the word. It says bitch. bitch on this lyrics website, which yeah. is false. <laughs> no, it should just be this awkward silence. Stupid <laughs> lying. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's literally my favourite thing of all time. That <laughs> you stupid lying. Who's the. Di- oh, it's great. <laughs> It's so Have good. I told anyway, story about I'm getting ahead the, of myself. Um, St. Mary's School Choir on a podcast before. Because it's like. I don't my think you have it on a podcast. You've told me, but tell it again because it's okay. very good. So, a local music festival to me um, is free and it was really, really good. There used to be loads of cool rock acts in. Um, but it got a bit rowdy one year. They were like, we need to calm this down. <laughs> so, the next year, the opening act was the St. Mary's School Choir. <laughs> Um, and they just sang along to like a backing track of a pop song just all together like five year olds it was really cute but um, obviously lots of pop songs they're very explicit Um, and there are some there are some approaches you can take to remedy this you can kids bop it Um, wait what's a kids bop Oh, come on, you don't. You know what a kid's bop is. Charlie, do you want to, I'll cut you, you know to cut that out, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it's I'm... been so long since I've done that. Oh, God. 
I'll, I will try and stop doing that, Charlie. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, Kids Bop is so good. They make I'm compilations. Gonna, I'm just going to cut that out and put the awkward pause. Right <laughs> um, Kids Bop are compilation CDs where they've taken the most popular songs of that year. Oh, Kids Pop. Kids Bop is the name of the band that does this. Oh, okay. And, and they make kids friendly versions of songs, and they're some of the funniest shit. Like, uh, walk into the club, like, what up? I got a hit song. <laughs> and, or, like, uh, this is my favorite one. Tri- I drove my car across a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, why would you? That's not very interesting. <laughs> or, like, um, girls there with round hair, <laughs> like Star Wars. No, I'm afraid Kids Bob actually have more Mm. integrity than the Jonas Brothers. (laughs) So, the Samari School Choir opted not to do that, but to take the busted approach, in which there's just an awkward (laughs) silence. Um, But one of the songs they took on was Uptown Funk, which meant you had excellent moments as, I'm too hot, hot. (laughs) Fill my cup, put some in it. (laughs) Genius. Uh, Pure genius. Uh, Anyway. This song. song, It wouldn't be a podcast for everyone episode if we didn't start talking about the song until at least 10 minutes in. (laughs) Uh, The song starts on a very sort of gentle lead guitar part with some Mm. synth drums. It feels quite chill, quite relaxed. There's nothing too rocky or violent yet. Feels like you're about to hear a ballad. Yeah. It does. Well, it is a ballad. It's not, you know, <laughs> you're getting what you ask for. You're getting what you're paying for. Uh, Chris, as our guest, would you like to take the first lyrics? The first couple of lines of lyrics? I would. Um, you've been this way... You, sorry. <laughs> you've always been this way since high school. Flirtatious and quite loud. I find your sense of humour spiteful. It shouldn't make you proud. It's kind of hard to imagine someone being flirtatious effectively and quite loud at the same time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think you're hot! (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's how I do it. (laughs) Charlie does have a girlfriend, so he's working for you. (laughs) Shout at people until they Stockholm Syndrome into talking to you back. (laughs) Um, Shall I continue? Uh, Um... So last episode, we decided that Busted kidnapped Miss McKenzie again. We thought we were going to move away from Miss McKenzie, but then last episode, it was much funnier if Miss McKenzie was the person they were crashing the wedding of. Mm. So they killed everyone at the wedding and ran away with Miss McKenzie into a forest, which, if we try and weave this song into the same narrative, it's kind of an odd feeling where they're like, Mm. You've always been like this. (laughs) Maybe she's quite loud just because she's screaming. (laughs) What I thought of was that they've kidnapped her and she's tied up in a basement somewhere Mm. and they're just pacing back and forwards like, you've always been this way since high school. Stop being so flirty. (laughs) (laughs) So flirty. And then, you know, that makes sense later on when he's like, why are you sleeping around town? And she was like, I was getting married. (laughs) It wasn't a secret. Uh, then uh, we should say it's uh, Charlie singing this from the band not the podcast thank you no problem 
And after that he says, and I know your pretty face gets far with guys, but your makeup ain't enough to hide the lies. Oh, pew, 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 pew. Shots fired, that's motherfucker. Pretty, that's pretty this good stuff. Lots of shots fired, and I love it. I don't know how the makeup could conceivably have hidden the lies. Were the lies tattooed across her face? Um, <laughs> they've, got, they've got, I don't really love you on their forehead. <laughs> when you peel the foundation off. I'm just, I'm just saying I don't know what the theory was. Yeah. <laughs> um, on these two lines, uh, we get a move into more real drums and synth drums and some palm mutes on the guitar. So we get some rock feeling really mm. building up in the song. Um, and on Hide the Lies, we get three big hits to go into the chorus. Um, things in terms of key feel like they change a bit in the chorus. I know they don't actually change key, but it feels more... Like yeah, you've been, major you've been using scale. a lot of A in the verse, so arguably we've got that feeling. Um, but at the end of the day, still really E major. Yeah. But it, it feels... Yes, I also know what like. <laughs> it uh It feels very upbeat... Uh, moving into the chorus. Mm. Uh, Charlie, do you want to take the chorus? All the boys are singing in unison now. Yes. Also, it goes like weirdly poppy. Like, the first verse is quite, like, sad. And then this goes... It doesn't really go, like, punky. It just leans quite a lot into pop, which is weird for the thing they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially it's like, with... The, it's so combined with the major like... of it all as well. It doesn't... The, the music and the lyrics don't really... Yeah, work together. Like it's so well. easy to have a little bop along to this song, and then you listen to the lyrics, and you're like, "Oh, uh, oh, I should be sad." <laughs> For me, especially the first line of the chorus being, "Are you sure that you're mine?" <laughs> I I think that like, it just seems like you're about to hear a genuine love song where you're like pledging yourself to someone. Yeah. Like, are you sure you love me? And instead, it's just you're a giant lying bitch. Yeah, the bottom of the song is definitely you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, the the lyrics to the chorus are: Are you sure that you're mine? Aren't you dating other guys? Because you're so cheap, and I'm not blind. You're not worthy of my time. Oh, brutal. Mm. Hashtag shots fired. Hashtag <laughs> pew pew motherfucker. <laughs> Tweet at us at Pod for Everyone yeah. <laughs> with those hashtags. We'll popularize them. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just picturing him saying this to a kidnapped Miss McKenzie. <laughs> yeah, like you can really see it—the three-headed bastard boy pacing backwards and forth, going crazy. I don't need you. You're not worthy of my time. <laughs> the words did going that- around. He says, pulling out an RSVP for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not blind, I can read these! (laughs) (laughs) Then they say, Somebody saw you sleep around the town, and I've got proof because the word's going around. Now, this is not proof, this is barely even evidence. (laughs) Can I also say, this line confused me for years, because at the end of that line, it's not written on here, but it says, I don't know you, and I always thought that was like a continuation of that line so it's like and i've got proof because the words going around don't know you I'm like well then how does that make sense like they're saying this random person is sleeping around town and you're just like oh it's you i knew it or that or that the word that's going around is just that he doesn't know her <laughs> have you heard he doesn't know her <laughs> they haven't met yet 
That's because he's he's going around telling everyone he's going to crash her wedding, <laughs> and they're like, he's going to crash her wedding. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even is. know. Her. He doesn't even know. Her. Why is he doing this? It must be strange to be in one of the three busted boys' heads at any given time. <laughs> um, so, on the I don't know you, uh, things kick back down to the sort of quieter, mellower tone that we got in the first verse, and James starts singing with some. More morally questionable <laughs> acts <laughs> because it wouldn't be a busted song without them. <laughs> you left your phone, so I invaded. Oh. I hated what I saw. You stupid lying bitch, and that's the bitch that's not explicitly actually said in the song, but obviously <laughs> is there. Who's David? <laughs> there is there is no swear words on this album, but there are places for swear words in pretty much every song. <laughs> yeah, there are some songs where they put in noises like a boing to yeah, it's, get rid of the swear It's the, the best thing in the world. <laughs> There's something Just... so upsetting to me about I invade. Yeah, I you can't say that you think you're doing the right thing if you phrase <laughs> it like that, can you? <laughs> So I invaded, you know, like we all do it. All their mates, well, they don't have any mates. They're a three-headed busted boy. But <laughs> if they did, they'd be like, what do you mean? Invade? Like, what? And you'd be like, oh, I just like invaded through a phone. Like, oh, okay. Do you do that a lot? Like, that's okay. And also, it's like, we don't, he hasn't provided evidence that she's done anything with David. No, just that David me, exists. The word's going around. <laughs> the word is going that's around. I'm enough. sorry. I forgot that the word was going around. Uh, that's on me. <laughs> but after that, it says, who's David? Some guy who lives next door. You might talk to your neighbor. Maybe the messages are just like, hey, uh, you left your lights on. <laughs> I got a parcel delivered for yeah. you. Can I come drop it around? And he's like reading it like a porno. He's like, hey, I got a parcel for you. So you want to come deliver it? So David, huh? David's got a parcel for you. <laughs> Sarah. We decided Miss McKenzie's name was Sarah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, and then and then they're given this weird ultimatum. Do you want to do you want to take the ultimatum, Chris? Uh, this is my favorite line of any song ever. <laughs> so good. So go live. I know I've said that a lot. In this you've, song. you've said a few times <laughs> things are the I best thing song. in the world. <laughs> so go live in the house of David if you like. But be sure he don't know Peter, John, or Mike. I literally always thought that was Ben or John or Mike. (laughs) In the group chat that we had preparing for this, I made the joke that we were Ben, John, and Mike, and I've just completely fucked that joke, haven't I? Yeah, I didn't realise. I didn't read the names. I just saw John and Mike, and I was like, oh, you've done the thing. I didn't really pay attention. (laughs) Very very clever. Peter. (gasps) Oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) Peter. From the year 3000. I'm going to isolate you later. Just going, Peter! <gasps> That's going to be my, like, Okay, look, alert. I've just made a revelation that Miss McKenzie is a pedophile. <laughs> that Peter... was the first thing we decided on this podcast. <laughs> That's episode one. True. Very true. But now we've... Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. But she's a pedophile again. <laughs> now, Okay. She's Peter is a uh, is obviously the boy from the year three thousand music video who is a literal child. Oh yeah, and that's that's who she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, that kid is named Peter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we maybe we got universe maybe colliding. Amazing. 
Maybe Peter, John, or Mike are um, another three-headed boy <laughs> she's had an affair with, and she's just got a real fetish for them. If Peter is the same child as Year 3000, then this could even be like a vigilante thing, that the, the other <laughs> boy taking her away so that she can't get with Peter and John or Mike. But she's like, he's, they're there like pacing back to the forth like, you ruined me. <laughs> I, won't I won't let, let you, you do, do it this again. to anyone else. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucked. Sorry, oh, can everyone. Can I read the genius annotation for the? Sure. These are just three other guys she has on her phone and might be sleeping with. <laughs> yeah, thanks oh, for clarifying that. <laughs> I love no, you, Super Kiki. Carlisle, on an episode of content, you should go through genius. I should lyrics. go through genius lyrics at some point. Like the annotations, that would be great. Check anyway, out my podcast content, presumably. <laughs> Um, after that, we get the chorus again, which sounds the same as the first time. But around uh, when they say "Don't know you," they sing it oh. in a higher register than they did the first time, and they keep that rock going. And then we get a very good section. There's, there's another genius annotation. This one's actually good. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to hear it. Mm-hmm. So instead of "Somebody saw you sleep around the town," apparently this is the clean version of the song. And on the uncut version, the line is, you're just some whore who sleeps around the town. Wow. That makes so much more But why like, is sense. the uncut version not on the album? <laughs> why would... You're just some whore. That's pretty heavy. You stupid lying bitch is also heavy, but like that's it seems more approachable to me. Yeah, yeah. I think you... You stretch into much more overt misogyny with whore. Yeah. I think, yeah. bitch, you know, Jesse says it in Breaking Bad. It's fun, you know? <laughs> Science, bitch. Maybe Miss McKinley. Science whore! A female dog. Who knows? I am a science whore. So now we get the first... That took me a second, and I didn't laugh. And then I took a sip of water, and that's when the joke hit me. And I'm in pain. (laughs) Are you okay? Yep, I'm fine. Carry on. After the powerful ooh-wah-oh-oh, we get... It's so weird that that's in such a poppy bit of the song. It's It's not like... It doesn't feel like emotional. It just feels like, oh, we wanted to flex our vocal cords here. Mm. Like I it's guess. not like it's not like it's a really. But it, like, it's low, it's like, really hard. that the words ooh oh whoa oh oh sound emotional. <laughs> no, but I mean, why are they in there? Like it could have been like a uh, I don't know. <laughs> not like a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right, Charlie. Charlie. What could it have been? Like, you're right. It should have been that. That would have been emotional. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been. Don't know you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would have conveyed some powerful emotional message. <laughs> it sounded better in my head again. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with me? Uh, okay. <coughs> hmm. Yes. So then we get the fridge. <laughs> Uh, Matt takes on singing duties. Um, we get we move sort of higher in the key now. The chords that are being chosen, mm. so things kind of feel a bit more, you know, strained. More kind of, I think there's more emotional resonance to the chord progression here. 
Uh, Charlie, do you want to take the lyrics? Uh, yes, I'd love to. <clears throat> so it says... <laughs> it doesn't really say that. That was a bad joke. <laughs> uh, it says, and joke, I know honey. that you try to break me into pieces. And I know what you're like. But you can't hurt me now. I'm over you. Mm. And then, just in case you didn't get enough of it the first time, we get another... Ooh, don't like you. Yes, they say don't like you now instead of don't know you. So things <laughs> things feel like they've become more certain. Mm. They've really, yeah. you know, I've got to know you. Trapped in the basement, they've and got I don't to like know what I've seen. They realise that they're just not compatible. <laughs> they probably should have just let her get married. <laughs> uh, then we get another ooh. Uh, uh, then we get the chorus again. This time on the chorus, there's a very high strings part in the background which is just doing drone notes but it, it adds some quite it sounds really nice I don't mm. really know what it brings to it but it just sounds quite nice mm. uh, maybe it's harkening back to the wedding they just violated <laughs> 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 uh, and the chorus sounds otherwise the same then we get uh, don't like you instead of don't know you and then it break it, it all breaks back down to the simple uh, slower, more melodic verse stuff that we were getting before, the mellow stuff. Um, but they do the ooh-woe thing again, but they do it an octave down so that it's, you know, not as... So it gels more with the thing, but then it just sounds weird because they're going, ooh-woe. <laughs> For all three of them, it sounds really strange, and they do it twice. Uh, and then it ends on a beautiful... No, you. Yeah. Oh, heartbreaking. And they, they, they play the guitar slow, they, they do a slow chord, and they just let it all ring out, and they, it all comes home, and it sounds sounds great. Wouldn't you say, Chris, best song you've ever heard? <laughs> <laughs> He's just staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we get to uh, everybody's favourite bit. Woo. I always say that, but I've never heard anything to suggest that people like this book more than any other bits of the show, but... <laughs> oh, no. I'm close to... Are you okay? Your microphone is making lots of noises. Mm. Um, is it still doing it? No, I think you might have bashed it or yeah, it was moving yeah, or something. Yeah, it with your own keyboard. That makes a lot of sense. I'm going to move it a bit more. Okay, we're going to rank the song now. We rank it out of 10 for music, and then we rank it out of 10 for lyrics. Mm. And then we rank it out of a personal preference, and then we take the average of that. Ba-doom, bom, bom, bom. <laughs> um, that's our ranking song. We that's do. our ranking song that we've definitely done every single week, and I'm sure I will remember to do it next time, because why would I forget then? Um, yeah, music out of 10. We'll, we'll shoot it over to our guest first. Chris, what do you think? Mm. So I really want to break down the intro of this song for you. So you have uh, the, the high guitar part, which is initially playing uh, A and an E over the E major chord, uh, which then falls to the E and the G sharp. So the, the effect you're getting there is a beautiful sus4. Um, however, by the time you get that G sharp, we move to B, a seventh. Genius. So, <laughs> while this feeling of resolution exists, because the sus4 has been there, we've moved to another chord, so the uncertainty remains, and I liken this 
to the uncertainty of a relationship <laughs> where you, you don't know what Ms. Mackenzie's doing. Has she been seeing Mike, Peter, the other cunt? <laughs> <laughs> That's really what they do. say in the uncut version <laughs> of the song. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just Peter, John, or cunt. <laughs> in short, genius. Um, after that, we get four chords for three minutes and I love it I really wish you hadn't further explained the rest of the song and if you just would have gone genius four out of ten <laughs> <laughs> uh, what number would you give it though what do you think I'm going to stamp a seven on it ooh okay ooh. much higher than I thought you were going to give it um, Charlie what do you think I think that the music doesn't really go with the lyrics very much. I don't know if that's a musical issue or a lyrical yeah, issue. Yeah, it's hard to choose where to pin that. Uh, I'm going to pin that on the music because I prefer the lyrics in general I want to give that a very high score. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. This song, like I said, it's just like weirdly poppy when it's about like a sad thing. I just mm. don't really get it. But it's still good music. Like, it sounds good. It's a good, like, bop. So I'd probably give this like a six. Fair enough. Um... I'm, I think I'm also going to give it a 7, because I quite like that uh, sort of juxtaposition between music and lyrics, and I um, I really love that guitar lead in the beginning. I guess it's kind of like a... I, well, I mean, I've never been cheated on, so I don't know if this is true, but you're probably a bit of like a fuck you to that person, so you're probably just like, I'm miserable, but I'm not letting you know that I'm happy, bitch. Who's David? I don't care, you dumb slut. That <laughs> I love it when you spin your wheels, Charlie. <laughs> you can just hear the instant regret in my voice. <laughs> so yeah, maybe it's just maybe it's supposed to be like the opposite because you you'd think you'd be like all sad, but really they're like, I'm glad that I'm not with you anymore. Yeah, fuck you. And we get we get a lot of that in the bridge, which I think is done really well. When just at the end, as Matt's saying that I over you and I know myself better now as a result of this yeah. I've changed my opinion I'm giving it a 7 also okay well, that means that it's easy to do the average for because I've made I've, I've made it be better for myself <laughs> <laughs> um lyrics Christopher what do you think of these lyrics um <laughs> I'm gonna say that there's there's a lot of hate here uh-huh. <laughs> there's a lot of contradictory emotions you know yeah I'm over you um, but I want to write this three-minute hateful song about you. <laughs> I don't know you, but I seem to have a very intimate knowledge of your life, and also you're trapped in my basement. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. Even the description of her personalities at the start is is quite confusing. Yeah, I think there's a there's a real bag of bag of things to unwrap. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to struggle to give it more, especially with regard to the misogyny within the lyrics. I can't give it more than a five. Yeah, that's, oh, that's very well, fair. I am way above you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, we're now Just as a person. Not... <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Do you do a busted podcast on a regular basis, Chris? No, you peasant. <laughs> And by the way, if you do do a busted podcast on a regular basis, get the fuck off of our turf, you pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say any names. 
Crash the podcast. I'm talking about Crash the podcast. Oh, no, stop it. We want to be their friends. <laughs> Obviously, uh, there's no actual ill will towards Crash the podcast, you pieces of shit. <laughs> Charlie, what do you think of the lyrics for this song? Right. So, obviously, the sexism is awful. Mm. I am well aware of that. However, <laughs> the the pause instead of bitch is beautiful. Charlie, can you rephrase that? But instead of saying what you said, just say, I'm not sexist, but... Okay, no. <laughs> um, I'm not sexist, but I think that they should be able to say as many misogynistic things as they want. It's their song. No, obviously not. Um, however, the... Um, the, all the like the shots fired, like the the Peter John or Mike line, that gets me every time. Every time I literally have to stop and be like, oh god, get wrecked. <laughs> uh, you know, like your pretty face gets full guys, but your makeup ain't enough to hide the lies. Boom! Oh, amazing. Uh, yeah, other other bits probably. <laughs> I don't think I like the lyrics as much as I thought I did. Like, I was I was honestly on a high, and I was thinking like I'm gonna give this a nine, and then you were like the misogyny, and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's so my maybe, least maybe... favorite thing about this podcast. There's so many episodes when before we do the episode, you're like, yeah, this is a great song, and then we talk about it, and you're like, this is dog shit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna maybe give this. Oh, I'm still gonna give it a seven. Okay. Like no, well, oh no, okay. Personal pref no, lyrics we're doing. Yeah. I'll give that a six. Okay, six. I think. I think that's fair for the lyrics. Um, I think I'm gonna agree with Chris. Well, there are some things I really enjoy in this, but most of it doesn't really make sense. It contradicts itself quite a lot. So I think five is a good sort of you know exactly halfway in terms of quality <laughs> is I think fair enough. Uh, which means that our overall average score is five point three. I thought the song was going to do so much better than it has so far. <laughs> we we always think the ones that are going to do well. We always... I thought this was going to be like pushing the top. We're, like we're always wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially when we have guests on because they they bring down our scores. But uh, Chris hasn't really brought down our scores that much relative to other guests. <laughs> uh, personal preference time. Throwing all logic out the window. How do you really find this song? Is this the question of where it sits in my pantheon of busted songs? Or... Yes. Yes, to, relative to busted songs. Okay. Um, of which you know looking, four, probably? Looking down that list, <laughs> I have heard most of them. And I'm... You know, there are, there are bangers in there. The list that Chris is referring to is our ranked list of busted songs that we're filling in right now, and you can find it in our Twitter description. At you... for everyone. Carry on. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say it has to sit above Britney. <laughs> it can't sit below what I go to school for. So I'm going for seven and a half. Okay. Specific. I like it. Uh, Charlie. I'm expecting Nine. extremely high yet. <laughs> I love this song. It's so ridiculous. It's great. Um... This is far from my favourite busted song. Actually, but I definitely no, like 8.5. Okay. I've just thought of others that I would prefer <laughs> that I don't feel comfortable giving higher than a 9 to. So 8.5 for me. <laughs> Sorry to steal your thunder, Carla. Continue. Yeah, um, I'm just looking at these. and I probably would rather listen to it than Year 3000, but not more than Dawson's Geek. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. I, Dawson's Geek is ridiculous. <laughs> um, but I think in a more enjoyable way than this, where it's less kind of reprehensible, where he's just invading her privacy in a really <laughs> terrible yeah. way. In that one, he's just bullying a kid for no reason. <laughs> uh, and they're sitting around the seven mark, so I'm also going to say seven. Okay. Uh, which means that our average for this is ridiculously higher than our lyric score. Uh, it's got that busted factor. The thing that you can't... When you think about it, you're like, I don't know why I like this so much, but I do. And it makes no sense. Uh, our personal preference score is 7.67. So we're working on a score of 7 for music, 5.3 recurring for uh, lyrics, and 7.6 recurring for... Um, personal preference, which means our score is 6.6 recurring. The fact that your spreadsheet doesn't automatically do that really upsets me. <laughs> I think it could, I'm just not very good at using Google Sheets as opposed to Excel. <clears throat> I didn't even know that I'm this very wasn't Excel. <laughs> so uh, that puts it in 7th. Just above um, Crash the Wedding. Just below Air Hostess. So it's a, so this it feels like the album is improving. <laughs> this this album is very middle range busted so far. Mm. Uh, all, it's weird that they're all next to each other. Yeah, they have all been next to each other. The songs from this six, album. seven, and eight so far. Among <laughs> our list of busted songs from the first, which means it's on. I think it, that indicates that this is a more consistent album. At least the first album is a collection of really shit, really good stuff. <laughs> and this, I think, we've got a lot of sort of average stuff on this album so far. Yeah. yeah. So what? So on the last album, we'd had "What I Go to School For," which is third, "Crash and Burn," which is fifth, but then "Britney," which is twelfth, mm. and, that's, lo- that and is "Losing You," which is our currently decided least favorite song. Yeah, <laughs> because it's shit. <laughs> It's oh. just, it's really boring, nothing happens. Okay. Yeah. It's so boring that every time I think I see that song, I think it's a different song from this album. I honestly, I can't, I'm trying to remember how it goes in my head right now, and I can't remember how Losing You goes, so. No, me, okay. me neither. I'm still thinking of Why from this album. <laughs> Which is a sick song. Which is great, yeah. Um, so we also on the list do a high point and a low point of the song. Uh, what do people feel for a high point of this song? The awkward pause, the 100%. Awkward pause. <laughs> you can't compete with the awkward pause. There's or a... just all the burns. All the shots fired, all the sick burns. I'm going to put this gal needs a bloody slice because she got burnt. <laughs> um, the worst part of the song. Um, now, I'm going to say again that we can't just put the words. <laughs> <laughs> Misogyny. <laughs> Misogyny's up there. Actually, well, yeah, and also just slash I invaded. Yeah. Like, that's such a horrible The word invaded. If you think <laughs> you should use the word invaded, you know you're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, you can't be the US government. You can't say you're, like, liberating their flight. Yeah. <laughs> Invaded's really all you have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just put invading in quotation marks <laughs> slash misogyny. Uh, so that brings uh, another episode of Podcast Several for a close. But wait, Charlie, have you got a special question for us? Oh yes, I do. So 
If you are one of the people that Miss McKenzie was having an affair with, would you want to be Peter, John, or Mike? <laughs> um, so, being Peter <laughs> is being the victim of, like, extremely young child abuse. Yes, and then, but you and- do get to go to the year 3000. <laughs> Ooh, as a payoff. Mm. And see either triple-breasted women swim around town totally naked, or... Girls with round hair, like Star Wars, floating above the floor. Whichever you would prefer. Okay, so what are my perks as Mike? Uh, well, Mike Mike and John are both characters that we get to invent on this point. Is what so, uh, John is John Goodman, and <laughs> Mike is John Goodman's counterpart in Monsters, Inc., Mike Oh, God, Charlie, you made this so much more difficult, because you've made a world where I could be Mike Wazowski. <laughs> My absolute favourite character. Going to the year 3000 or being John Goodman. Yeah, I'd also have to be Mike Wazowski, which would be fun for like a minute. <laughs> and then it would just be you terrible. Could just play Club Penguin and buy the Mike Wazowski skin. Yeah. <laughs> Bold of you to assume that's not what I spend all of my time doing. <laughs> when um, there's no other answer than John Goodman for me. Yeah, no, he's a, I respect him deeply. Mm. Yeah, same. John Goodman all the way. Yes, he was in 10 Cloverfield Lane, and that's a good film until the last 10 minutes. <laughs> I like the last 10 minutes, but I fully understand why anyone wouldn't. I like it, it's just very much not as good. Anyway, this is about Bud ca- <laughs> Budcast. This is about Bud. This is the weed cast. <laughs> this is about Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What's wrong with me? Can you tell I'm getting over a cold? I'm not with it. I think think you gave it to me because I think I'm getting a cold and you gave it to me through the power of the internet. That's just how close friends, me and Charlie. I also I also did breathe on your face. That did happen, yes. Earlier last night, what is this, please? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to a podcast for everyone. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Pod for Everyone, or you can email a podcast for everyone at gmail.com. Chris, do you want to share your you know, I'm not biased in saying so. Fantastic podcast, Dungeons and Dragnos, and tell the people about it. All I wanted to say was, do I get to say my real name at some point before this podcast ends? <laughs> I, I, did, I have been calling you Chris. <laughs> Why are you calling Phil better from the rank of Chris? I'm so confused. I'll come clean. I can't name anyone else in the group. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I'm Chris Palmer of Dungeons and Dragnos, one of the finest Dungeons and Dragons homebrew podcasts out there. It's very good, and I haven't even been on it, so I have no stakes <laughs> to being successful. Uh, yeah, so thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next week for... What's... She Wants to Be Me. Oh, yes, I'm so excited. What a banger. Oh, I've been looking forward to that ever since we started this show. <laughs> Because that song is fucking mental. It's <laughs> great. Uh, so join us for that. I think there's a plan to have a guest. Uh, possibly. We, we will I'm seeing, see. I'm seeing the, the possible guest later this evening, so I will find out. Fantastic. Uh, okay, so thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.